podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And welcome to the Fatback 4 for this Sunday night. Um, we are two thirds of the way through the Euros. Teams are dropping like flies now. And we are here to talk about, not the Euros, we might do a little bit about the Euros, but mostly about Liverpool and the squad and Lonies, untouchables, incomings, outgoings, and the fact that it's the 27th of June and things may start picking up as we enter into July. With me as always, I have Grizz, I have Shawnee, and I have Keith. And lads, I'm going to start with, um, because we have seen <coughs> a bit of movement, well, we think it's movement in the market, there's been a lot of links to, from, from loads of clubs to different players, and they're starting to become a little bit more frequent over the over the recent days, I think Kane and, and Grealish being mentioned towards Man City has probably started um, the touch paper on this, but I want to talk firstly about loanies, because we have got a number of loanies out. And we go through them and see where we think their future lies. Do they stay at the club? Do they go alone again? Do they get sold? What way do you think they might go? And Shani, I'm going to come to you. Um, the loanies that are there at the moment, you know, the ones that stand out, you know, Grewich was on loan. It looks like he's Porto bound, I think. Um, you look at Harvey Elliott, who was at Blackburn and, and done really, really well. Um, and then you have, you have a couple more in there, but with regards to the loanies, Shani, I always think it's nearly a, Bar one or two, which usually, if you go out on loan, you're, you're gone. You know, that kind of way. Um, what do you make of these loanies? Um, they're perpetual loanies, aren't they, really? When you look at you look at Wilson, you look at Grilgic now. Like they've never been given a chance. I think the only one there who was in a different sort of stage of that Liverpool career is um, would be Harvey Elliott. And I think he'll be assessed in pre-season. And maybe he will be loaned out. Maybe a Premier League loan this time around, I think. Because you need to, I think you have to remember he's still only 17, 18. And I know Bellingham is in the England squad and he's younger than Elliot, but that's an exceptional to the, that's an exception to the role. Like Bellingham is out of this world. You have to set all the rest, Gav, who are out on loan because not one of them are worth keeping. And there's no point loaning them again because yeah. I just value is just dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. I think we should just take whatever we get for these lads. Now, we're in reason, you know what I mean? Not Don't just give them away, but I don't think we're in a position, to be honest with you, to be turning away bids for these players. Like I read the other day we turned away a bid from Benfica for... Harry for Harry Wilson. So yeah. I don't know. I, began, I can't see Grujic... Who else was out? Wilson, Carius, Wilson, uh, Carius, Ojo. Ojo. No, no. Um, look, look. If I'm being realistic, look at every competition we'll play in next year. Are any of those players going to contribute no. in any sort of way? Maybe Elliot. I don't think so. So I'd be definitely moving them all on. No questions. And yeah. it's difficult to do. Like I think sometimes as football fans, we underestimate how difficult it is to actually shift players out, yeah. especially when they're not playing. 
Like just because they're at Liverpool doesn't mean and with COVID still lingering for a lot of clubs, you've got to be smart in what you're throwing away because every year we don't sell these lads. They're a year closer to being our contract. So the only one you probably look at and assess in the pre-season and say, right, are we going to keep this fella around and give him games? Would be Harvey Elliott. The rest I'd sell. Well, good shout there, boy. Um, who was it? Bill um, Van der Berg as well. Van der Berg he's gone looks, press. Connor O'Sullivan said he's worth holding on to and he has gone to Preston again. But I think he's one that while we may have been critical as a fan base of him previously, I think he's one that they still hold a bit of... Um, at the moment, yeah, Preston love him. Yeah, he played really well and at right back as well, which is I was just going to say he's been playing right back. But look, I, I I'm going to say I've done a bit of homework today. Lovely. I mean, I, t- I told all of you to do a bit of homework, but you know, Sean, he said, "Don't attack the day he's out in Spain." We saw him with his feet up. Keith's yeah. been busy modelling the LFC merch, and and you know, Gav's busy with. We know he's got a new toy. Which probably you may he Gav, may not Gav want to talk the massive hangover. Gav's got a new toy. This so I've done, look, I've done, I've done a bit of homework, right? Because you know, I'm everyone knows I'm the hard work. Mm. So we've actually got eleven low knees out, guys. Eleven, and I'm absolutely with Sean in terms of none of them, bar Elliot, in my opinion, have a future at Liverpool. And you guys know my 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 opinion on Elliot as well. But let's just, for the argument's sake, that he's a wonderful talent and he's done brilliantly at Blackburn. Let's just say he's the one that has hopefully a future at, at Liverpool. Um, the others, so I'll just quickly go through it. So we've got spoke we've got Harry Wilson and Shea Ojo. Let's not yeah. forget Shea Ojo's there at, on Cardiff yeah. unknown as well. Both are goners, right? There's yeah. absolutely no. You'd be looking to get a wash off a Shea Ojo, I'd say, at yeah, that stage. Absolutely. Then you got then you got Marco Gritch. We know we're just literally, you know, basically just it's a matter of a couple of million before he's off as well. That's Marco Gritch off your list. There's Taiwo Awoni and yep. Carius at There's Union Berlin. One. Yeah, yeah. So we know if we get like five to seven million between them, they're I off as well. Oh, okay. We got Ben Woodburn, the young Ben Woodburn at Blackpool. Absolutely gone off a cliff. Camille Gabrara, Gabrara he's out on loan at, at some Dutch team. Adam Lewis. Adam Lewis, still out on loan. France. He's me. just gone, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. where did he, he went I mean, somewhere over there? We've got Anderson Areo. Remember that left back we bought? Um the Colombian lad. The Colombian. He's at Salamanca. I thought Salamanca is that baddie in Breaking Bad. But all right, it's a football team. <laughs> That's Joe Walsh. That's Joe Walsh. So, Joe you know Walsh I mean, guys? trying to speak Spanish. Now, <laughs> now, even though we've got numbers at mid at our loan, we haven't got none of them are absolute quality in terms of got future at Liverpool. So, I think it was absolutely the summer where clubs are looking for bargains and we're looking to offload. I think it's a, it's the it's the perfect storm in terms of get fucking rid of all of them. Did you mention Minamino? Minamino as well. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. He was on loan. Yeah, he's back as well. So, and again, I don't think Minamino has a career. Huh? Some may say, oh, we need to give him a chance. I'm of the opinion, you know, none of those loanees, in my opinion, I've got a career at Liverpool, future, future career at Liverpool. Well, Mr. Shall I tell you what drift? Um, I think he changed his name last week. Um, 
He says, if we don't sell Wilson, Gruwich, Shakiri, Ojo, Nabi, and Ox, we will lose them on a free in 2022. So we have to sell them now on no more loans. Um, Nabi Kate is under contract until 2023, if I remember rightly. I think Ox might be the same. But mm. Shakiri, Gruwich, Wilson, Nabi, I think that they're decent shows. We'll talk about Shakiri later when we talk about possible outcomes. Yeah. But <clears throat> for me, I, I agree with most of what you're saying. Like, um, Awanihi, or whatever you call him, um, is it Awanihi? It's a, it's a very hard name to say. Yeah, it is Awanihi. Right, Awanihi. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm good with that. Um, so, the likes of him, I think he's he's got his work permit, hasn't he? And, and he's he's been away in Germany. And I don't know, maybe they look at him, maybe they bring him back and look at him. He's, 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 there's been good reports from him there. But the likes of yeah, right, like the way I look at it is... If we took League Cups really seriously and we took FA Cups really seriously, you might hang on to one or two of these and put them into a decent team, um, you know, in September in the League Cup and January in the FA Cup. But we don't. We don't. We'd be quite happy to go out and put under-23s out there, all of them. And even we don't care if they were out on loan. The loanies don't come into our thinking most of the time. Um, I think Grewich will go. I think that's, that's, that's a definite. I think Ben Woodburn will go. I think it's um like it's just not happened for him after such what a promising start. He doesn't have a position or a place in this team, Ben Woodburn. What is well, he? Well, the way, exactly. I mean? no that, that's way, it, but that's the way I look at it. When I, I just look at a player and I go, right, can, a can you get into this team or squad? And I can't see Ben Woodburn getting near anywhere near this squad. Okay, yeah. so I think it'll either run out with contract or they get some sort of fee from this summer. Or they run it out. You could be out of contract probably next summer. Adam Lewis, the same. Harry Wilson. We made a massive mistake on Harry Wilson. We should have taken whatever money we could from last year. And now we're looking at probably not getting us. We were talking 15 million last year. And I it, think we could push to that this year. I don't though. think we could. What I don't think Benfica we could. offer for 12? Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool wants somewhere in 15 million pounds. But yeah. I, they will I get 15 they'll million. They'll come back. There is, but, but I think. If the good thing about him is he puts up numbers. Do you know well, what I mean? There's not many players that put up numbers, and he does. And that's why I think we'll be all right with him. I think we'll get money. I'd be amazed if we get 15 guys. So would I, because I think if we're openly looking, if we're openly looking to sell him, and we know is it Spartan, Spartan Lisbon or Benfica? Who was it? Benfica. Yeah, but Benfica. if they're turning away bids, Gav, then it would suggest that there's more than enough clubs in there for him yeah. to get something going. That's yeah, it's it's we don't, we don't know, lads. but the 12 million pound he offered. We don't know what the make it's of not the twelve million pounds. It's euros. Euros. So oh, it's, it's so nine million pounds. Yeah. So pounds so that's that's where the worry will come. But I'm with you. Look, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of big fire sales. You know, get rid of everyone. But I'm kind of looking at these players and going, it's it's not like they're here at the club a year and you're looking. Ah, look, they're settling in and they're looking to progress. Just there's just loads of these that have been around years and years, and it's just not happening to them. It's just not happening for them, and I can't see them getting in. So, like Grizz mentions, 11 lone years, and, and I genuinely can only see, and I'm with Grizz, I can only see Harvey Elliott making any sort of impact on our squad, never mind a team. I can only see Harvey Elliott making any sort of impact. And even at that, what Shawnee said about a loan and maybe to a Premier League, I think that might be something that could happen as well. So, with, with regards to Minamino, like, do you think they, like, I think there's a place for him in the squad if they don't get a good offer for him. What's a good offer for Minamino, do you think? Like, what price do you think is fair for a Minamino at this stage? I think they'd have to be at least doubling the money. So I'm thinking 15 million at least to move him on. 
Otherwise, he's one that you could say could maybe figure in a squad capacity, not in a starting in a starting role. But do you think he's one that could hang around, or is it okay? Like someone saying Sean Bok saying ten million. If that's for Minamino, we paid seven and a half for him. He's a money baller. I wouldn't be looking at ten million on him at all. Are we yeah, all in the, are we all are we all in agreement though if fifteen million comes on the table for Minamino, yeah, everyone yeah, takes absolutely. Yeah, the right was on the wall for Minamino as soon as he was allowed go. Yeah. Simple as that. Simple like, as that. The way was the way it, it happened ground real thing. Was it a homegrown thing to get Kabak in the door? I don't I don't remember it being that the reason now. Ben Davies would have been more of that, wouldn't he? Yeah, but we had to take bring in Kabak, we would have had to get rid of one and Taki went out on that day. And I'm wondering was it a case they got an offer? I don't think went. we're as tight on that as people expect. I don't know. I don't know. That that doesn't seem to be a real issue. I don't, real issue, as, I don't yeah, think. Don't seem to be yeah, as, I don't concerned know. about it as I am. And anyway. oh, the, the, the thing is with Minamino, Klopp gave him a glow reference and all. And yeah. it just, it's just been one of them things where maybe Liverpool was too big for him. That's what I meant. Like, I, don't I, 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 I don't even think it's a Premier League thing because... The Premier League is not always just about being physical now because he, he has got quality, but he doesn't supplement the squad now in any way, I don't think. like If he's coming back in and say, ah, oh, that's grand, Taki's around now, he, he hasn't really done that. I can see plenty of clubs in Germany and they're like looking at him. Yeah. There'd be plenty, because I know Sevilla, Sevilla do want them. They, they wanted them for a while. That's been talked about, like, so... And you have to remember as well, he is a merchandise dream. Despite everything else, he's a moneymaker. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In a and commercial it, but, sense. And it's, look, it's horrible to talk about else, him like that. He's actually a good player. He is a good player. He is a good he footballer. A good There's no doubt about it. But we need better than good. Yeah. And yeah. I just... That's the way I see it anyway. <laughs> we got, we'll come back to Minamino in a little bit because I wanted, when we get to outgoings, um, we, we, I want to see if we can nail down absolute definite outgoings and see where where it sits because like i said a lot of stuff on social media is about oh you know are we are we looking we, we signed canate like the big thing for me is that we're the only club to have signed the player i think you know yeah. a big club i think we're the only club to have signed the player um at yeah. 35 million for ibrahim and canate and it just goes to show you that everyone's losing their head well there is a bit of that we're the only ones who have done a bit of business so far yeah so everyone's linked tenuously linked with players which will happen in a lot of cases but we've actually got one in the door yeah we there's no need for that you know like look I'll, I'll say this and I'll say no more on this whole thing if when's the 31st of August isn't it the window we're getting the full window again now aren't we yeah I think it's the 24th of August now yeah look if everyone can look at the squad at the 24th of August and there's glaring issues yeah then go fucking mad that's fair enough. Just relax. There's no bleeding. There's no Chris, need to be brave. Chris Prosser says Villa have done good business. They that's actually... Him, yeah, yeah. They him, but it's, it's just yeah, Buendia. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're looking at um, Tammy Abraham now and James Ward-Prowse. Yeah. Like, the thing is with them, they, they know exactly what's going to happen. As soon as they get there, because I believe that Grealish deal is done, to be honest with yeah. you. I think that's done. They, and, yeah. I'd say it was just fit from the Villa side pouring cold water on it because they know they're probably negotiating with teams. And when teams know they have a little bit extra in the bag, yeah. they're going to be looking for it. It's um, it's interesting because we there was a the video we done the other night. I always look at the comments afterwards, you know, and, and try to reply to as many as I can. But um, 
there was there was a couple of Villa fans in there, and one of them was saying that um, the rumor around Villa is that um, the money that they're spending on Buendia is not anything to do with with um, Jack. Well, they have money. Do you have no, yeah, they, they have the third richest owner in the in the league, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have. So, but apparently this is nothing to do with Grealish. And now I think Grealish will move on. But this Villa fan said the rumor going around on Villa socials and, and whatever and, and chats and stuff like that is that they're actually ready to give Grealish another massive pay increase to keep mm. him at the club. So, well, if he do, he'd be Zahad. He's going to yeah. get Wilfred Zahad. He won't. That's, he's that's not, it. Exactly. He's not going exactly. to. He's at that stage now, isn't he, Sean? Where if he signs a deal now, he'll never yeah. move. It's either signed this deal now or he's staying there forever. Yeah, mm. and I think his deal with Villa runs until 2023 or 2024 already. So we, they're not under pressure to sell him, but I think they owe it to him, to be honest. Yeah, and like you know what, he was linked away last season, and I think he signed an improved deal, and um, there was a big there was a big deal made of that, and you know, and it was they were very public about how how did Jack Grealish is staying at Villa and stuff like that. Now maybe a case of a year later, Jack Grealish wants to move on because th- there's a chance of going to say City, and City could come in and go, listen, we're coming in now, and if we don't if we don't come in, if we we're not coming in again, you know, it could be one of those little ultimatums mm-hmm. to Jack Grealish, but but it's an interesting. One. But, but just they were back- willing to sell him last year, weren't they? They told you know they give they'd sell him, they gave him seventy million, like so he has got a price. Mm. And you know he yeah. bought Van der Beek instead, so yeah. like I think I think that deal is done. To be honest with you, yeah, I just think it's all got to do. With, like, if I was a better man now, I'd put money on City down Kane and Grealish because they're getting that they're clearing the decks as well to make that happen. They're not linked with anyone else. They're the players that they're realistically being linked with. And, and who are you know, they linking out with the club? Pick. The Sterling is Bernardo Silva is mad to get out. Bernardo Silva Sterling. is mad to get out the last year. He wanted to leave. Mardes wants to go as well. Aguero was left, which is a good chunk of the wage bill. They actually want to sell Laporte as well. I don't they think things. Rid- I don't think things are right with Sterling and up there as well. No, nah, no definitely it, not. There was ten signs after the first England yeah. game. 100%. It, he it was more of a like I couldn't get away. Couldn't couldn't wait to get away from them. To play for the team. Yeah. yeah. So, well, Mr. Shaloi, I'm just going to go that far this time. He <laughs> says 12 million for Shaq, Grewich, Wilton, Origi, Minamino, Ox, 25 for Nabi, 5 for Ojo, Davis, Awani, 2 million for Grabero, Woodburn, Miller, Carrius, 10 million for Nico, is 130 million in total. Very that, realistic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? There's a lot of names in there, and I do look at it, but having the only th- one I'd say is unrealistic is Nabi for 25 million. Nobody's going to buy him. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't see Naby Keita and Ox both going. That's the oh. only thing I would say on that. That's the only thing I would say. On I'd be surprised if either of them went now at this stage. I'd, yeah. I'd imagine that. I wouldn't be surprised if fucking Naby was got went out on a loan with an obligation job or an option job if yeah. he does the job that if he makes so many appearances. Yeah, we're in, Aqu- we're at, yeah, we're in Aquilani territory there because you remember he went out on loan three times. To Milan. Milan. He went to Milan Just, and they've laid and stopped playing. Yeah. There's no. Ah, there's listen. No there's always someone scam. out there. There's no sample size to go off, though, Gav. Like, yeah, yeah. So imagine you're on the board of a transfer and you're signing off on it. You're scouting this fella and say, there's Naby Keita. Yeah, all right. Well, what's he like? Well, he was brilliant at Leipzig three years ago. Yeah, but he's had to be in that play in Liverpool. What's the story there with him? Well, he hasn't really got a run of games. He hasn't been able to stay fit. I don't know. Like, Hassan Hill team's a bit of a gilly, doesn't he? And he had him at Leipzig. He might be one worth 
giving him a call. Yeah, but his wages, like, he won't go anywhere. Look, because yeah. Kate is on a bit of wedge. Like, no, I think yeah. Kate is on about 120 grand a week. So, yeah. like, that's that's the thing. And Leipzig won't take him back because it's the complete no. polar opposite of that model. So, yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting one. But look, Gabby is just, an interesting one. I just, um, just looking at it, and, you know, Villa are making a few moves and. You know, they've done this, like, it's not a surprise. Villa done it last year. They, they, they most definitely done it the year before yeah. when they come up into the league and spent 150-odd million. And they are backed by a very rich owner. So, and it could be a case of they're, they're using the Grealish money and they told Man City, listen, until we get our players in, he's not going nowhere because that's the bargaining chip. Um, but, like, as I said, it's 27th of June. You know, I, the players we're being linked with, I think the majority of them are in the Euros. So, you know, I think with teams falling out of the Euros now, as the, as the last 16 starts and the quarters get on underway later on in the week, don't they? I think it's it's going to be, um, it'll be interesting now how many links actually pick up and, and solid <laughs> stuff comes out. Um, what are you laughing at? Uh, there's some werewolves in the chat tonight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Ah, yeah, you get all this stuff in. Um, it's they're, great, they're great crack. Yeah. yeah, they're great crack. Um, but Chris, moving on to you. Like we've talked about the loan is, we talked about the player we have signed and look, we've talked, we've spoken about it for the last couple of weeks about what we think we need and what we might get and we tried to predict ourselves who we would sign and we've done all sorts of shows but the reason we come up with this one tonight was just to look through the squad and, and just kind of pin players down and go, you know what, nearly stop talking about them because there's no point I'm, I'm, and this is the next one I want to get on to and it's the untouchables in the squad and these are players that you know, we don't go near, We there's no point in talking about them. You know, even if you see a mad tenuous link, you're like, stop it. You know, that sort of way. So I'll give you the floor to give me your list of what you feel are the untouchables at Liverpool. You mean in, t- in untouchables in terms of we don't even <coughs> think about selling, you mean, right? Mm. Don't yeah. think about selling them and they're guaranteed to be at Liverpool next year. Yeah, yeah. Look, we have, we still have, despite the uproar on social media like, like uh, Sean has pointed out someone on there saying, so we're a mid-table team. We've still got the spine of a magnificent Liverpool team. Let's not forget that because we have been magnificent barring last season's anomaly, like literally magnificent. If you compare us to, to you know, this £1 billion assembled squad from City, you know, we're, we're the only ones stopping them from making it a, a Bayern Munich scenario where they win it every yeah. season. So let's not get too carried away with the level of players in our squad. So look, Alisson, in my opinion, would be one of those untouchables. Virgil van Dijk, um, Trent Robertson, uh, Fabinho, Mo Salah, Jordan Henderson. They would be my untouchables. Throw me a name if I've missed a lot of this one. Fabinho. Yeah, I've said Fabinho and Thiago. They'd be my untouchables, but there is no chance Jota. of us accepting. Jota. Yeah. Obviously, obviously. Yeah, Jota just come in. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. Queen, so, Gallagher, Adrian, all signed up. Yeah. Adrian, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> to be hoping. fair, I'd imagine, I do, to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't say if someone come in for Adrian or a few quid, it wouldn't be long about accepting it. I mean, pull some fella off the, the Walton Breck route for torture, yeah. choice, if that was yeah. the case. <laughs> Michael but, Johnson, Michael Johnson. I don't know if he's a Liverpool. I don't think he's a Liverpool fan. Um, I think he might be a City fan. Um, a summer of Kanate, Kabak, Aaron's, Telemans, Auer, and Rafinha will push you guys for multiple trophies next season, in my opinion. 
that's their lovely names, but like if you add that up, like Kanate's thirty five, Kabak could be about fifteen, that's fifty. Aaron's I'm not too sure. Timmons is, yeah. is, is probably sixty, hours twenty five, and Rafinha's probably another fifty. So you add it all up there, it's it's hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy million pounds. Um and it's a it's a it's a big uh, you see, people think when when you're sending a load of players out, like those fringe players that are on loan and you don't use, that you have to replace all them. I don't think that that's what we're looking at. I think we might look at seven or eight of them going, but using that money to supplement four players coming into the squad, yeah. you know, the sort of way, and redressing it that way. You couldn't see spending on Max Ahrens, for example, the money that Norwich had won for him. I can't see us doing that for a replacement right back. We think we'd be looking much cheaper. Just talking Connor Bradley frightens me, to be honest. But I think we're more likely to do a cheaper option to pay what they want. Well, why does Conor Bradley frighten you, Keith, to be honest? Because, and uh, I don't know. How many games is he going to play, though? Well, I know, but I don't know him. I don't know him, and that's what frightens me. Because Nico Williams, I thought, was serviceable in there last season. And it was too much for him. It was too much for him. And if people get on their back... And he has a bit of a meltdown. I don't know if Conor Bradley has it, and that's not out against I him. Think, I don't know the uncle from I think Adam. what happened with the full with the fullbacks in Whiting last year was Klopp didn't want to put them in beside makeshift centre backs' yeah. parents. So that's why we barely saw Simicas, yeah. apart from the injuries, and that's why we rarely saw Nico Williams. So that's why. That's I'd what amazed. I reckon happened there. I'd be amazed if the kid gets any game time whatsoever. Exactly. It's just one of those. It's just one of those opinion pieces. I think, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's a timing thing. I think he's very highly rated. I, he's North Northern International now, isn't he? Yeah, and they were, they were, they, get, they were mad to give him a cap. Push. Yeah. And I think, push. I think the timing around the whole Trent, um, you know, Trent is down injured and he's, he's in rehab now for, for the injury he got just before the Euros. You have to talk and Nico Williams looking to leave the club. So what did he do? Naturally, they look and go, right, well, what's the next right back around Liverpool? And just as it happens, as it happens, this young guy is playing really well and he's got an Northern Ireland cap and it just, listen, it makes sense to write about him. But he's 17 years of age. Um, he could be out fucking standing, but I think 17 years of age coming into the Premier League are right back to be a deputy to Trent might be a little bit too much at this stage. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it could be one, of, it could be a case of he could be like a Curtis Jones or a Queeveen Kelleher that's brought into the squad and kept in the squad, told he's always training with the squad and he'll go off and play under 19s football, under 23s football, whatever it might be. But day to day, he's going to train with the main, the main team, like they've done with, with Kelleher and Jones for nearly two years before they, they let them at the force team. Um, Mr. Shalloy. Sorry, I'm just going to read these out because yeah, they're flying in. Uh, Mr. Shalloy says, we live both Ox and Naby for free. I think you've said this before. Because we loan Ox next season and no one will buy him and no one will pay more than 15 for Naby. We're not losing either of them players for free, buddy. I'm telling you now, we're not. And Mr. Uh, Shalloy, instead of buying Blade Super Shots, buy Blade Lotto tickets, mate, will you? Because you seem to know an awful lot what's going to happen. You've lived uh, <laughs> uh, Liam Kenny says, any idea on rumours as to how much the club has pocketed from the night deal with that 20%? Surely there must be a decent sized war chest for club. The previous we'll never know with that. I don't think. Yeah. I think it's too early to know with Nike. You yeah. know, they, they're only yeah. a season in, and not only you won't see that until the, the next financial year. You know, that's just how it works. But the projections so, are that it was very successful, even in the pandemic year. It was a successful yeah. sort of thing. You know, people throw scorn on it. I'm not mentioning any names, Phil Casey, but people will throw scorn on the Nike deal. It's a great deal for Liverpool. It just the time of are in now, it's you know, money is a bit tighter. They're not going to be as 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 
fast and loose maybe with it, and it might be something we see next year, you know. Michael Johnson says he's an Arsenal fan, so I'm sorry for him. I'm sorry for calling you a City fan, but he says, um, I'm an Arsenal fan, by the way. Thoughts on your rival signing Kane slash Grealish, Sancho slash Varane, Haaland slash Ferrati, and us linked with White, Madison, and A. Silva. Um, well, nobody has signed any of them. Yeah. You know, and right. this is the. Sancho is done. Yeah, no, Sancho, listen, Sancho's Kane, in for 12 months. Grealish is probably done. You know, Kane, Grealish, Sa- Varane, United's, United's Varane, is it? Um, is this Chelsea looking at Haaland and Ferrati? Yeah. Um, and they're, they're linked with White, Madison, and Silva. Yeah, they're, well, we're linked with loads as well. It, yeah. Like, all I would say is that um, clubs are going to look to spend. You know, I think City like are even going to be more stung of what happened in the Champions League last season and throw even more at it again this season. Linked with Reese James today, isn't he? Yeah, it's just one of those where you know they're just going to have to keep spending and spending till they get there. It, it just is. But going back to the untouchables in the squad, so Allison, Trent, Robbo, Van Dijk. Canate, um, obviously, he's in the door. Uh, Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson, Salah, Mane, Jota. Who were anybody else, Shani? I didn't uh, I didn't actually say Mane untouchable, interestingly. Mane is untouchable. I, I had Mane and Firmino out the door when we done our sort of list earlier, and I've come full circle on that. I, I think they're, no, I'm keeping them. I don't think there's much way. movement on the front now. Go I on, think Chris. No, I just don't think they're untouchable. I think if Mane, who's kind of give the I money for him though? That's the yeah, but that's not yeah, but that's not yeah. the thing. And from from my point of view, it's not untouchable. I'm saying, obviously, we obviously there would have to be a buyer, but I just think, I just think there's no point in making everyone an untouchable because we go back to that to go to the talking point about our our us the age of our squad growing old together. Also, the two-year left on their contract business, and yeah. these are very, very important things to take into consideration. Pay them, pay them, or so sell them. That, so, for that, we have to contemplate some offers. If some offers came in, just for the very fact, not that suddenly. I, let's I'd get imagine though. No, I'd imagine that I hundred percent agree with what you said there as well. By the way, lads, like in terms of pay them or sell them, I'd imagine. The conversation around Mane and who maybe Salah, maybe even Firmino. I'd imagine that the conversation is, well, we expect them to be more productive like next year than they were last year, and then there might be more interest in selling them. And if it means we sell them for a little bit cheaper because there's a year less on that deal, at least we got that year of productivity out of them, and then we can move them on and bring in then who we need. It. So that's the way I see it because we got these players for so cheap, cheap. Yeah. In, in the main that we can actually kind of we can afford to kind of do that in a way yeah but we're the one club that doesn't work like that we're, we're, we're that one club that doesn't sort of stockpile and keep players and then yeah but it's not you're not you're not stockpiling stockpiling bleeding Sadio Mane if you keep him in your team Grace. no if but he's, he's going to give you 20 or 40 goals so for example let's say uh, the front three we're saying are untouchable. I'm not, but let's say you guys are saying the front three are untouchable. We've got Jotter on top of that, and then we're looking to bring in a minimum of another attacker. That's five stroke six attackers. That's a bit of stockpiling going on there, and then you're losing value on your front three, two of your front three. Sorry, if, sorry if you bring in one attacker, you're five attackers. Yeah, I said minimum of one attacker we're looking to bring yeah, in. Yeah, but he won't, be, he won't do two. Well, we don't know. I, th- I think we may, if we don't get sort of 
you know, who I've suggested we're trying to get. So we may look for two attackers. So that's mm. that's that's a fair bit of stock, but, but, but it's not. That's it's uh, more yeah, point we are stuck point of players who have no, hoist stocks. It's, it's not. It's not more. It's not the more the stockpiling. It's we're losing value on 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 the others, and that's the, and that's the yeah. thing that FSG from history, from the way they've acted, we know they look at that. They don't want them, their values to be lost, because if we are a sell to buy type formula going on here. We can't sell them when their value is gone. We've seen the mistakes we've made with Origi, Wilson, Shakiri. Are we going to go into the next Ronaldo phase? Manchan as well. Are we going to go into the next phase? We, what we keep talking about, are we going into the next phase looking to do the same thing? I don't my think only so. issue with it all is, my issue with the stockpiling, for want of a better phrase, is that I think we're behind in, the, in a rebuild. Yeah, I think yeah. what a window probably... Maybe a window or two behind in the rebuild. I think. I think not spending after winning the Champions League and spending very little. Then, I think we kind of we we've put ourselves a year behind, and to catch that up, you'd need to do probably five or six in a window. Uh, if you're not going to do five or six in a window, you're doing three in the summer. And maybe two or three in January, but that never happened. So I think we're actually a, we're a window behind in terms of a rebuild is needed. And I agree with you, Chris. No, Shani, if, you hold, agree if you're holding, you. if you're holding on to players, you're giving yourself more work to do at, with, with less expense. So I do get it, but I just I don't see the market for the boys at the moment. And it's, then I totally rather, agree with you. They we are hundred percent. We hundred percent at least a window behind, and we've discussed that before. We are, but, but Sam, the thing is, sorry, go on. Sam says we cry about needing squad depth. Defeats the whole point. If you're wanting our first team players out, Shakarigi, etc., is what we need to replace to get the depth we want. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. I think I, I, you're calling it stockpiling. What I what I would call it is if if I'm bringing in one attacker, if I'm bringing one big attacker in. Right, I'm looking at it as a forward planning thing. That's what I'm looking at. It as. I'm bringing I'm bringing this person in. So let's say it's let's say it's Rafinha, just for argument's sake, right? You bring in Rafinha, and you have five attackers. You're in a much better position next season. Even though you're a year down the line, you're in a much better position next season to turn around and say, right, I think it's time for Mane to go, or I think it's time for Firmino to go, or you know what? This is probably the last chance we get for a massive mega money deal for. Uh, Mo Salah who I wouldn't sell by the way but I think you're in a much better position if you're down the road and you're saying okay let, let's say Mane right just take Mane as an instance Mane is linked to PSG for 60-70 million pounds wherever it might be and then you have to remember in a year's time we're over COVID where we'd be back to normal and everyone would be piling money in again right I think you're in a much better position if you can turn around and say well look we're letting him go for that we think we can replace him with X amount of player but it's not a massive risk because we still have Salah, Firmino, Jota and Rafinha. Rather than, you know, changing something now and you're still going, Origi and Shakiri are fucking, are, are lining up here as your backup. You, the, the depth is a huge thing, not only for, not only for now, but I think it's a huge thing for when you're looking to change the squad in, in the future. Do you, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, 
I, no, I know me, exactly what you're trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say? I, I, I'm, I know what you're trying to I'm, say. I'm, I'm, I'm trying and to put it, and, and put it in a real, realistic sort of way that, mm. you know, there's no way we're going to go out and say, listen, oh, Mane and, and Salah are for sale and we get 200, 200 million for both of them. We're going to take three players in. It doesn't work like that because you don't know what way the three players are going to go and you're losing two brilliant players. You know what sort of way? So for me, what I think Liverpool will look to do is they will bring in an attacker. There's no doubt about that. But I think they bring in an attacker. And I said this with, with Jamie the other night. It's, it's important on a couple of levels. The quality you're bringing in to have more of an impact than, in a, say, an Origi would have, okay? And the forward planning for the seasons in the future. When you know something's going to happen with Mane, Salah and Firmino, simply yeah. because of their age and their contract situation. So I think the one the one attacker that comes in, he'd have to be good on two levels. I think he's going to have to be good enough to push these players, but he's going to have to be good enough to take over for them in possibly a year's time. That's why I will put Mane, Salah, Firmino, Jota, them four as untouchable this summer because I can't see them making more than... It's not even a change. It's a bolstering of the attacking options rather than a change. At this stage, I'd I'd give Divock away. I'd, I'd loan him. I'd do something. Klopp is too loyal to players. I'm never critical of Klopp, to be honest, but he's too loyal to some players. We should have sold Divock the year we won the Champions League. We struck lightning in a bottle on him then in that second half of the season. He'd never gone, his value was never going to be as high. And we kept him on and he didn't push on from there. Some will say he didn't get the opportunities to push on. I feel he did and he didn't take them. And we're guilty of doing this with some certain players. Now, if Shakiri is different in the sense that I think Shakiri performs well, but doesn't is never fit. Do you know what I mean? Where he's more frustrating to me than Origi because when Origi plays, I sort of know what I'm going to get from him. When Shaq plays, he can play well and you think, oh, he's turning the corner, he's fit again. Then he's gone. So I think we need to make our backups better than what we have. And if that means Bobby as a backup, well then so be it, you know? Jota will be as good as Sarah Mane. He's on that level. And he's already, he's already good enough to start ahead of Bobby every week, yeah. in my opinion. But guys, and, can I can I reverse some points that you guys have made back on you? Yeah, because just I before think, you do, just mm. before you do, though, 1975 Jamrock says, having a bigger squad is nonsensical, nonsensical if Klopp isn't going yeah. to use them. Um, Klopp has said on a few occasions yeah. he likes a smaller, That's closer a very squad. Fair point as well. Doesn't That's like a, a big fair, squad. Like, and no word of a lie, I was coming to that. <laughs> But but, the, but because look and it's true he makes a very good point Jamrock and yeah. it's true because first and foremost we need we we've we've spoken about a change of policy from FSG right we've discussed that to death what we haven't discussed is the change of policy from our coach because whether we like or like it or hate it his policy is to work with a smaller squad yeah. and it has been since he's here. So we we not only are looking for a change of policy or or, or a tweak to not change, not a drastic change before everyone goes back, but a tweak to our policy strategy and also from our coach, because it's it's absolutely obvious that to compete with the likes of going forward, compete, competing with the likes of City and Chelsea, you're gonna need a squad depth that is 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 more reliant on quality than numbers. And this is the crucial part. Do we agree that Jurgen Klopp has to take that on board? And then the what Keith touched upon is is, is um, loyalty has to be not questioned, but he has to be more firm. What's the word? Firm or ruthless? Ruthless. Yeah, we've often used the word ruthless. He's got to be ruthless this this summer, guys. He's. I think he's been ruthless with Ginny. 
No, I, I don't think he has. I think he has, Shawnee. I think he's well, given yeah, them look, in the public. I think he's given all the yeah. yeah Ginny's yeah. been a servant, but he hasn't I, pressed, pressed, pressed. If Klopp wanted Ginny to stay at all costs, Ginny would be there, and that's why I think he's been well, the first time to because I was thinking like. I was thinking with the way Jeannie went and all the lovely words that were said about him and all, and then Jeannie coming out saying this, that, and the other. I was, and then Jeannie was sort of saying, I know it's not the manager's fault. Was he rootless in a nice way? Like, was Klopp mm-hmm. turning around to Jeannie going down? Oh, look, I really wanted to stay. Not and then me. going up and ha- and then going up having me with the lads saying. I think it was class, yeah. Keith. Exactly that, Keith. Yeah. So maybe, like... Two faced in a way, so that yeah. that's a different way to be rootless, I suppose. Look, these are this is pure speculation, you know what I mean? Yeah, we don't exactly. know and about don't, it at the moment. Like, but, well, we don't know better than Jurgen Klopp, we'll just say that now. Yeah, and Jürgen none of Klopp us do. Wants to, wants to be loyal to his players, and that's, that's the boy in you get from, from uh, walking with him. And look, he needs that boy in. Well, that's that's funny. With me. Well, but the, the only thing I would say, though, I was pissing a moaning last year when we didn't do the Werner deal, and then when we were signing Jota. We were all going, yeah. well, why didn't we have the extra five million? Well, we didn't need the extra five million because how well structured, yeah. structured the job of the deal was. And then in the end, how well scouted Jota was and how perfect he was for us ended up being a completely better deal. And that's happened yeah. umpteenth amount of times with, with this recruitment. So yeah. th- th- there's no point in worrying about this shit because it, it seems to always, it just seems to always work out for them. And I yeah. don't think it's a coincidence at this stage. Can Chad, I just throw a comment up? Is Chad Ford? That's what yeah. I was going to try. He said up. Genie accepted less money to, to go to Barcelona, so it was never no, about money. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. I don't, I don't think... And do you know what? There might be a thing in it about the money. I think it was the length of term of deal. Yeah. yeah. I think that might have been happening. I think he wanted three years, and I don't think Liverpool were willing to give it to him. Um, I don't know what his deal is at Paris Saint-Germain. Um, it could Whopper. be three. Is it three years? Think it's three four, is that a three? Is it three? Three, three. Could be an option of one more and stuff like that. Um, but then the signing on fee and all on top of that. So um, the wages but, he's getting at PSG is astronomical. Can't blame him for taking that wedge at this stage of his career. You know, he's going to a big team. He's not going to China to play. He's going. He's to getting, getting two hundred grand a week. But, but the only thing, yeah. the only thing I would say about it is this big squad, small, small squad stuff. Like we use a fair amount of players. Like if you look over the season, we use a fair amount of players. Now I know last season was a was an outlier because of of injuries and stuff. You know you're seeing um, Reese Williams come in, you're seeing um, even Nat Phillips coming in. Like Nat Phillips wasn't expected to play, you know, but he does. He ends up playing twelve. Yeah, we games. were in bits last year. And look at the players that weren't used. I know, I understand that, but this this is the point I'm getting to. It, we can talk about big squads or small. All I'm looking for. I'm I'm looking what I'm trying to pin down in this in this argument or, or this discussion that we're having tonight, and it's the reason we're talking about it. Because we Chris is right. We've spoken about who comes in, who goes out, what about this, what about that money, FSG. We've spoken about it all the time. And and to be honest with you, we're speaking about it all the time because there's always some other angle and some other snippet of information and it adds to a, a discussion and we come on and, and do that. And people ask us to do that, so so we do that as well. But all I'm saying is if if I look at I'll put it to you this way. We're talking about untouchables because I wanted to see what names were left out, right? And the names that are left out are, and let's get to them, right? It's the two obvious ones. The two obvious ones are Shakiri and and Origi, right? They're the two obvious ones. And then you kind of, you're on the fence a little bit when it comes to Ox and Keita, right? And then Nico Williams, what happens there? And we discussed, we've discussed it a couple of times now, you know, 
what do we do if Nico Williams leaves the club with regards to cover? Do we look internally with a Milner or if people have suggested Gomez and even Ox? But what I'm all I'm saying is I want to see what I want to see is if Origi and Shakiri leave, right? I want Liverpool to sign two players that are better than them, have more impact. And I don't care how big it makes the squad look or how close it doesn't make it look. Because with all those injuries last season, we were crying out for an Origi or a Shakiri or an Ox or a Keita to come along and be, I'm not talking about carrying the team on your back, but I'm talking about being the spark, being that bit of light and being that bit of hope um, in what was a dreadful three, three and a half months, whatever it was. That's all I'm saying. It won't make any difference to your squad size or any difference to the amount of players you would use, but it will absolutely add quality. And like Riz said, the, the strength and depth is going to be a huge thing because we know Chelsea are going to go looking for it. We know City are going to go looking for it. We know United think they have a sniff, so they're going to go and sign two or three. Do you know the sort of way? Um, we don't know what's going to happen with sports. Again. What? Everton, don't forget <laughs> yeah, to have. Yeah, Rafa's, right, Rafa's right. ultras. Um, but but you know what I'm saying to you, Sean? Like it's, I'm not asking for I'm not asking for us to blow yeah. the squad. I'm not asking for us to reduce it right down and sell all these fringe players and a couple from the fourth team and do nothing about it. All I'm saying to you is, if if you turned around to me and said, we've brought in Kanati, I'm good, right? Don't do anything else at the back if you don't want to. I'm happy. What I'm saying to you is, if you if, if you if you're selling Arigi and Shakiri despite the, the lack of games last season, it was something we needed. And yeah. I want I want two brought in there. And if you sell one in midfield and you've let Genie go, I want two in midfield. So I want two midfield. I want two up front. I want one at the back, which we've done. And the squad size is no different, but the quality and the reliability and the impact is there. Do you get what I'm saying to you? 100%. And look, I get what you're saying. And this is why we go back to when you're looking at um, the Lownies, like... I wouldn't, if you told me Harvey Elliott was going to take the minutes that were offered to Shakiri next year, I'd say all right. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. And I think he will get a chance to prove that maybe in, in the preseason. Um, in terms of Origi, he's no use to us at all. So he has to go. He's absolutely no use to us. And the worst thing I can, if a footballer is good and has no ability, if a footballer is shit and has no ability, I can live with that because he's just a poor footballer. But the thing that drives me absolutely insane with Origi is he comes on and looks disinterested in games. Yeah. And that's worse than anything for me. So he, he needs to go. And Origi's quite young and he has yeah. a lot of talent, I think. Uh, I think he'd be far better served going and getting the move because I think his career might need a bit of an injection. There's Belgium gone into a quarterfinals of a European competition tonight and he was always in and around that team even when he wasn't getting games for Liverpool he was always in and there but he dropped out this time because he just didn't yeah. contribute he needs at all. to play regular games to get the goals that his ability can get him if he's focused and if he's willing to put the graft in which he isn't at us so I would think Origi should be gone Ox will be kept I think Ox was actually fit for a lot of last season yeah. people don't seem to realise that he was in a lot of squads he just didn't play. Yeah. Now, I, Ox for me is the type of player who has to be playing. He's a he's a much more than any other footballer. He depends on rhythm. Like Klopp is, Fox, Ox is one of them players where you get him in two or three week bursts, and he's probably our best player. Like in the Champions League campaign uh, last year, the year before last. He had a little run in the side where he was actually excellent. The year we win the league, 
He's very much a rhythm player, but he's very much a utility player. So that's why I think he could be kept around because he can do multiple things. He can play on the wing. He can play through the middle. We've seen him do that. Yeah. He gives you a little bit of something from different from midfield and he's English. So he will be kept for, the, for that reason. Keita, I don't know what to say. Like, he's absolutely no use to us, Gav. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's a bad footballer. He could be the best footballer in the Premier League, but he's only available for five games, yeah. six games, seven. He's not worth a shy to anyone. And I think just, I I can't see them selling him. I think if they, if if he had two years left in the deal, I think they could have. I think that I think they're going to persevere with him, and I think they'll make a decision in January with regards to if he goes on. I genuinely believe that. Um, he's Jamrocks, an excellent player. Really. <laughs> he has really, a, he has all. But, the like, are we just kind of wait for like it's it's kind of a storage thing again, isn't it? Like are we just are we just kind of hope he gets better? Like, can you remember in your life an injury player, injury prone player who became less injury prone as the career went on? No, very few of them. No, there's none. I can't. I I can't remember thinking. Geez, remember he always used to get injured and now he's fit all the time. Never happens. Never. Never. It's just look at Hazard tonight. He's broke. He's finished. He didn't try and correct. For his whole years at Chelsea, he got away with it because he was so good and it's catching up with him now. His body cannot play football the way he's... He can't take any contact. He can't run. He's fucked. RVP is a great show. Robin Van Persie is a great show, to be fair. But he, he did only go to one season at United and after yeah. that then he was in and out of the team. Exactly. So, so- he wasn't exactly revitalised. He went and got his medal and... You know, then he sort of petered out. And he had a good career after that. He went on for a good few years, but... There's not many of them. There's not many well, examples. Jay Carl says Giggs was never injury prone. Like Giggs was the, the model pro before he went down. Giggs had injury issues. Giggs had injury issues when he was younger. Um, and then, but I'm not not to the extent where he was always out, always out, always out. He, um, but there's a, a, um, a good shout. In fairness, Gundawan, like he had a great, he had a, a season last year where he was available all the time, and he did struggle a lot with injuries. Look. For me, you're asking me, the ship is sailed with Kate. Like, I, th- yeah. I think they persist. I think that, uh, don't get me wrong, I think if there, were, if there was a midfielder to move out of him and Ox, I think Ox stays because of the homegrown stuff and nothing more than that because I'm a Jew on it. I think he was fit for a lot of games last love, season and he didn't seem to be trusted and I think that was something that had know, to be noticed. I love him as well, but like, there should be questions over Jordan Henderson as well because he does miss a lot of football. Yeah, he has missed football. Yeah. Absolutely, he has missed like, football. It, so we, it, we're kind of having a we're we're in a situation where our midfield this year, the similar situation that we ended up in with our centre backs. Yeah. Like, are you gonna lose Genie who get who give you fifty games across all comps? To, like, I'm with you, Gav. I think we need two. I think I think if we sell one, we need two. You said if we sell Locks and KT, we'd need two. I think we need two now. Well, yeah. Well, I think I think I think because Genie's gone. I, I've said it before. You have got you've issues over Henderson. You've issues over Thiago. It, Fabinho comes up with issues every now and then. Um, Curtis Jones is is still young and still learning. Milner is twenty five years of age. You can't go on forever. You know. So there is issues there. What I'm saying is, is that I would bring somebody in to replace Genie in the squad, not a Genie replacement like people yeah. think you need a clone. Like of, to repl- like, yeah. yeah, to replace him in the squad, mm-hmm. and then I would. If you're gonna let one of 
Hater or, or Ox go, I would sign another one. That's how it is. Jamrock says, Gav, there's a difference in using the squad for rotational purposes versus using the squad because you were forced due to injuries. 66 games max a season. I know what you're saying, Jamrock, but what I'm saying to you is there was, there was, there was injuries last season. And because of that, we had to use the squad. Okay. And through a lack of trust on, on, on some players' cases, in some players' cases, I believe they weren't used. But in saying that they were there and they weren't when they were used, they weren't good enough. That's all I'm saying is whether you have to rotate because a player has an injury or you have to rotate because you want to keep them fresh because of a, a run in or a Champions League run, whatever it might be, you need more quality than that what was there and you need more reliability than what was there. One more, Liam Kenny. Um, could there be any weight behind the Kingsley Coleman rumours? Would be excited signing to take from a European rival, just not quite that Mbappe excitement. Grizz and um, Kingsley Coleman. <sighs> I don't know yeah. on this. I don't know on this. I'm being honest, but yeah, what I do you reckon? I think I think it's legit. <clears throat> I think um, I think there's something behind this. Um, but look, and we was talking off air. You know, at his best, I think me and Keith was talking. I think I don't think he was there, but at his best, he's an absolute wonderful player to watch. Like in terms of he does all the the, the beautiful things to the eye. You know. The way he runs with the ball, the, the, the close control, hugs the touchline, the way he cuts in. He's a beautiful player in full flow. He really is. Has he got the numbers, um, the actual actual real numbers that we look for in a wide forward a la Jota, Mane and Salah? No, I don't think so. So in that, from that point of view, I think it's a strange link. But in terms of a player... And in terms of the price that they would be looking for, apparently, which is around the 40, 45 million pound mark, it absolutely fits all the other criteria. His fitness issues have been raised. Um, again, that's yeah, the only red flag it's, it's for me. Of, it's, yeah. I was just gonna, it's a bit of a red flag. Um, and again, it's a bit of a red flag because he misses a lot of injuries with niggly injuries. There's not, you can't tie it yeah. down. You can't, not you can't, an ACL that's just done him and he's, yeah, you, know, you can't, you can't hone in on one or two injuries like the Kanate one we discussed about his hip issue. This fella gets a lot of strains and muscle strains and that's yeah. a major red flag for anything to do with Liverpool. But from what I believe the, the, the link is legit. Okay, and uh, Mr. Charles. Shawnee said it before we go, Shawnee said it when we were linked with Thiago, that old saying, if boy aren't are selling, don't boy. You know, Thiago was different because he was running out. Well, they're no, hoping, they're, they're, mad, they're, they're mad to get him a contract as well, Keith. They're they want actually to trying to turn down, yeah, they want they to want to, They're trying to give him a contract, yeah. Yeah. That's it, like, I don't know. I, to be honest, I, I, he's a wonderful footballer, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just don't know what the story is with his injuries. Same way I don't with Kanate. Uh, That's why I didn't lose my shit when we yeah. saw him Kanate and everyone was retweeting his injuries. I just know he has quite... But again... Coleman is young. He's twenty three. Yeah, he's a mental talent. He's a ment. He's a mad talent. He, he's on the he's, Dembele sort of um, yeah. spectrum, isn't he, Deusman? That Dembele. Yeah, he's, he's don't think he's as injury prone. No, not as he. He's a magic footballer. Like if you, but if you to tell me, you could get, we could do better. I'd say for that price. And when I mean do better, I mean we could do <coughs> probably. S- someone who's more aligned of exactly what we need. I, d- I don't. I don't know if we need a winger who's getting to the boy line. Yeah, and whipping in crosses because that's what he does. He, he like 
Chris says he's a player who hugs the touchline and invites contact and will be a player, but he's not he's different from the rest of them. Norman in the chat there, like Jeremy Doku, I'd imagine for the same money you'd get him. And I really, really like the look of him. I think I think he looks like a real player, like a like one who could explode and he's very explosive, who could yeah. literally go on levels on that tutelage club. Yeah, I think I, I don't, think we, I don't I think know we, how moldable Coleman is. I don't know. I, I, I think not that he's limited or anything that I don't think he's moldable the same way maybe a Daniel Malam would be or maybe even Rafinha. So yeah. I'd be Smart looking question. away from him. Smart I'd be looking questions. away from him. Smart and question. he's on. Slight questions about his mentality as well. I saw a few articles where, where he's spoken about sort of things like, um, oh, if I get another injury to the same ankle, I'm giving up, retiring. Um, these were articles, these were sort of accusations mm-hmm. levied at him, like as he got the, you know, the bottle or whatever, whatever word you want to use. But um, And also a couple of things discipline-wise, but this was four years ago, people. Um, you know, four years ago, that would probably, yeah, when he was 19, 18, 19, he had a couple of issues personally, uh, domestically, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if 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 Liverpool and we know Liverpool scrutinise any targets they go for, like really scrutinise, and if they've seen the all clear on those kind of things, then I don't I wouldn't worry about that too much. But yeah, exactly. the injuries are a red flag. A co- a Considering Canate has done as well, if Canate and Colmane are big signings and they both got huge injury flags, it's, it's a couple of people of um a couple of people are correcting. They're saying uh, Kingsley Coleman is twenty five years of age. Oh. Um, Genie four thousand six hundred and fifty minutes, fifty one games last season. Ox and Nabby three thousand nine hundred and twenty two games. That's eight games and eight minutes more than both of them combined for the both um, last season. Yeah, shocking. Um, Mister Shallow, Jesus, you're in terrible humour tonight. Um, yeah. You really, really are. Um, let me see. Jamrock says we we ever going to get a forward who won't who only needs uh, one in three yeah. chances. And that's um, that's a, that's a good show because. That's someone different, isn't it? Like, but I wouldn't be kind of throwing that around because Salah is his ratio is mental, you know. Like, but I do get that. Like, maybe uh, we miss a lot of chances. Don't a we? classic number nine, maybe, would be something different to put balls on there. Look at bleeding. What happened when you had someone who can win a header in the box? Look at Allison. Imagine me the striker getting on the end of them crosses every week. Well, you have to. You see, that's why when you see the likes of Kingsley Coleman, like we've seen Vlahovic mentioned, um, you know he's annoying. He's just a number nine, um, and loves he loves good footballer, but loves being in the box, you know, and, and chances. When you see the likes of Kingsley Coleman, um, that's why I don't get me head. I can't get me head around it because it, yeah. it's 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 not what we need. It doesn't address air problems. No, no. But this is what I'm saying. When you see the likes of Kingsley Coleman um, linked or Rafinha linked. They nearly make more... Personally, if you told me you're getting me a number nine that just wants to be in the box and score goals, I'm all over it because I don't think we have them. You know, and I know people would say it doesn't suit our style of play. A lot of our play last season was balls into the box where if you had a nine that was just there to head and be in position, they would have cleaned up, right? And it's it's not hard to make chances for them when you have the fullbacks we have, right? But what I'm saying is when you see the likes of Rafinha, um, even Kingsley Coleman being mentioned there, it comes back to something I said earlier. Is it a bit of forward planning where you go, well, 
you have Mane, you have Salah. Let's bring someone in that can be a backup on either side. But it's a forward planning thing where you look down a year, 18 months down the line. Because I believe Jota is is going to push Firmino for a spot on the side rather than take Mane out or take Salah out. That's where I think he's going to end up. Um, Jota, simply because he's running in behind, he's quite intelligent, but he, he can get in behind. And you've seen the amount of different goals he scored. So with it's his, an interesting one to see what, what way they go with. And it's the, the signing of an attacker. Um, what do you look for in that person? And is he is it not a project? Because you, if they're 24, 25, they've five, six, seven good years left them, but they will go beyond and will be in a position to go beyond when Mane, Salah, Firmino are at this club and, and take Liverpool on. So it, it's an interesting one. Sorry, Chris. No, I was just going to say, that's why I've got this hunch um, that it could be two attackers. And for that very reason that you said so, we see a certain type of link and we see a similarity in the types of play we're talking about, the Rafinhas, the Colemans and um, Marlins. Marlins not actually like them two, but them two. And then you've got the links of, of to target men like Vlaovic. Um, Isak. Your other man at um, the Dutch one. No, the Dutch one. Weghorst. Oh, Weghorst. Yeah. Are we linked so, to him? Yeah, so so then you think oh, to yourself... He's Amsterdam Chris Ward, for fuck's sake. Exactly. You know what? He's one of the highest... Um, I'm not a stats man, but he's one of the highest pressing stats in Europe. Oh, but, 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 you, you get the compa- but you see the two types of attackers that are seemingly linked. And out of those, I know we've got a definite interest in two of them, one of each type. So that's what gives me the, 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 the idea or the thought, Gavin, the hunch that we may be targeting one of each type to absolutely give variety to our attack, to absolutely evolve us into a different type of team. Because, yeah, you're right. The the, the, uh, the, the likes of Rafinha and um, um, Coleman always play with a with an out-and-out target man a la Lewandowski or a Bamford, yeah. which yeah. is what yeah. we don't have. So this is this is what my thing. Good show, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, look. Um, excellent analysis, Russ. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, oh, he's right though. I never even thought of it that way. Like, yeah, well, it is interesting. Yeah, because like you said, you have players that play with target men and they excel at that, you know. And then there's other players that don't play with target men, play a lot differently. But I think you were talking about Coleman being um, molded there. I like I could see Kingsley Coleman being like a manny. You know, I think you could walk on him and you could say to him, listen, you don't need really to boil on all the time, but you could use your pace to make those diagonal runs that Mane loves making. You know, you, you people are terrified of your pace, so yeah, that opens yeah. up Robertson. You know the sort of way? Mm-hmm. It, I know what you're saying. He, could, he might be moulded the way you turn him into, you know, a, a tricky number 10 with loads of vision. I, I, that, that's, I don't think that'll work, but I think his attributes in air side could open things up for others as well. So it, it is an interesting one. Um, look, as I said, it's the 27th of June. There's loads of names flying around. Yeah. You know, people just a, get worried when they see City and they see Grealish and they see Kane. There's a lot of flavour than month names getting people horny and all. Like, you know, people don't want Malin because because of today. And yeah. everyone wants Renato Sanchez because of today. Other people don't want the saying this player is done, X player is done because they've just been knocked out of a tournament. Like, we're very in the moment. Like the clubs don't deal a microcosm though. Yeah. So they if they're gonna sign Renato Sanchez in this window, it won't be because of what he's at the down in the Euros. 
it would because they've probably been extensively discounting for the last eighteen months to a year. So and the euro and the euros confirmed something for them, maybe. It, not you, maybe so, Gav. Yeah, but like that's that's the way they don't just look. Like when's the last player that doesn't happen anymore because we football is everywhere. Like when's the last time? Like Locatelli. Now I I knew very little about him. I only heard how good he was. I read a lot about how good he was, but I'll hold my hands up. I never seen the fella play before the Euros, and he's at the line to play so, and he's a brilliant footballer. But loads knew about. It's not like it's not the way it used to be. Like remember Arshavan at the Euros that time? Yeah, for Russia. Everyone was like, "Who's this fella?" Yeah. And he comes in and lights the place up, yeah. and every team in Europe wants him. That doesn't happen anymore because it's the research. It's it's also extensive. Like you have fellas on Twitter who are able to tell you a fella in the Austrian second division made so many presses and so many passes into the final third. Like that's how deep it goes. Yeah. So if they if that's what fellas on Twitter are able to access. Imagine what the access the clubs have to... They're not looking at players at this tournament. Now, there might be some who catch their eye and they'll keep an eye on. Like that little young fella of uh, Denmark. Denmark Damsgaard. He looks bleeding deadly. But he could sign for Liverpool and be absolutely tortured. So yeah. th- that's that's the thing with these tournaments. People like Everyone is going mad for Sanchez. I said it in November in the group to the boys. I think we should get him. I I, I really like it. I think he, he's been brilliant for Lille. <laughs> Seen him in Europa League games. And I was thinking to myself, if Genie's gone, that's your replacement there. Because he's 22, I think. And all the experience he's had. And he, he's fucking deadly. So we should definitely be in for someone like him. But we won't, don't make no bounds about it. He won't be signed off the back of 45 minutes against Portugal and another 45 minutes against France. So I know Hitting you. the post. Like yeah, exactly. So don't don't <coughs> even in on all it. Like it, it's mad. The like the way it just pops up in the air. Look, look at that Mongo Bruno tonight. Yeah, yeah. He's, I, I haven't. I've, I've seen. Would you I, know the, it? If the first match I watched this summer, you know, it fans wouldn't be looking for him to spend 70, 80 million on him. Yeah, I watched like the, my first That's game. A, my first game of the Euros was last night, Italy and Austria. It was a great game. Um. But other than that, I haven't seen much. But I do know that anyone that's watched Portugal has said that Bruno Fernandes has been horrific. Um, lads, before we go, um, I just want to go around the table because, you know, we have these chats every couple of weeks and we'll definitely do it at the end of July as we approach the start of the season and then the, the, the obviously the window closing a couple of weeks into the season. But Chris, I'll come to you first. Um, what do you think? That, you know, I think we're fairly agreed on, on the long knees and what we'll do with them. I think we're fairly agreed on who who won't live and who won't even be considered. And then we have a couple of names that are in there that may or may not live. If you want to give me who you feel, and you don't have to name all the long knees, but if you were in the, what you would call the fourth team squad, if you were to tell me, I want you to tell me who you feel will live and who you think we'll bring in. As things stand right now, I'm going to get all the lads to do it, and they can change their mind in a month's time. Yeah, look. Like, we're only having a bit of crack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, look, I, I genuinely think that we get rid of all those loanies if we can. And obviously, if we can't, then they go out and loan again. And so, therefore, we don't have the wages thing hanging around. Um, 
obviously we've seen we've seen this week that Phillips and and uh, Williams uh, it's been in, in in the press and reliable journalists saying that you know if Liverpool get an offer they're out and that usually is a bad sign for those fellas when that when it gets to that stage I generally think we do a, a centre back if we let Phillips go but I don't think we bring in a fullback if we let Williams go um, the young yeah. lad Williams go I genuinely think um, and this is not what I would do I think this is what I think the club would do. I think I think the club will will try to. Unfortunately, a risk it may be. I think they try to. They they may try to get like a freebie, a right back, um, or a cheap one. And uh, definitely not going to look to spend the ten million they're looking to get for for Williams. Um, and in, and ev- everywhere else, we know we we we, we try to f- get as much as we can for the likes of Grouch, Wilson, Shaq, Origi, without absolute doubt. And the big question of the summer probably is whether we do Ox or Cater. I don't think we'll do Ox for the reasons that I've said with, in terms of, I think Shawnee touched upon his versatility. And I think that position that you hate him in and absolutely having fits last couple of weeks, I think you may have, you may have to switch off the TV a couple of games next season where he's playing right back um, in certain games. Cause I think he may be used there. Um, and I think, Cater, it's all about the offer. I genuinely believe that, lads. I think it's all about the offer. If we get anything north of 25, I can't see us saying no to that. I genuinely can't. Um, and that's it. And then, obviously, it, it's, a, it's a case of bringing in quality. So I've named about probably, in, including the low knees, I've named probably about 10 outgoings, right? But you've got to remember a lot of them are low knees, so we're not going to feel them. But out the first team squad, so to speak, from last season, that makes it Phillips, Williams, um, and Grich. No, not even Grich, Shaq and Divock from the first team squad of last season. So that's four out. And I'd expect, I'd expect three in. Now, whether that's, sorry, that's one centre-back, one midfielder, or two attackers and no midfielder. That's the way I think we 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 expected. I'm expecting the club to go. Okay, Shani, um, out of the four team squad, who do you feel leaves, and who would you like to see come in, or who do you think will come in? What does what the club will do? I think Phillips goes. I think Whit Williams goes definitely. Um, I don't. I don't see. I don't see a boy off like Hayde. I think Shaq is. I think Shaq goes. I think Shaq's very close to going actually. Lazio rumoured, yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope Origi goes. I think Minamino will go. So I think that's six. Grujic, I don't count them, to be honest. Never in the team. So I don't count them. So I was so our mind to me. Now, the money will obviously be, be there for him. You were saying from Air Force team squad, he's never been an Air Force team squad. So I don't count him. So players who we've actually seen playing games for us in the last couple of years, Williams, Nico, same person, not Phillips, <laughs> <laughs> Phillips, Nico, um, Origi, Shaq, Taki, and I think that's it. I think okay. they're ones that will that we'll feel because. 
they've played games for us. Mm-hmm. They've been available. They've been around. Grealish hasn't been around. Either has Ojo or Wilson. They don't matter. Obviously, the money that coming in. Who do I think we'll bring in? I gave I I'm, I. This isn't good for the podcast, but I genuinely don't have a clue. This is why I I love the transfer window for a different reason than for everyone else yeah. because. When we signed Thiago last year, Jota was linked and done a couple of days later. Yeah. Like Fabinho linked and done a couple of days later. We seem to be keeping people occupied with looking. Who was the one we were looking at before Simicast? Uh, Jamal Lewis, wasn't it? Yeah, and then we just whipped him up. So I'd say we have the the uh, our irons and many fires. And we're just waiting to pull them out at the right time. Depending on it, and I'd say to be just ticked off a list like can't get him, go for him, can't get him, go for him. We're famous for that, and then God, we're even famed for not doing anything when we need something. Look mm. at January, they didn't buy a centre back because they couldn't get Kanate, and they literally said, No, we'll wait six months. They did the same with Virgil, so it's so hard to it's so hard to predict who Liverpool do. Who would you Neuhaus. like them to do? Yeah. Who would I like them to do? Yeah, in midfield. Uh, in midfield, Neuhaus. In midfield, I'd like Renato Sanchez. And uh, it's not a flavour of the month thing. You no, tell no, us now. No, no, lads, you, you've, you've gone on You lads know that boy, I yeah. have. And I, I'm not being like, <coughs> I know more about football. I just, he's one I did see playing for Lille in the Europa League and in League One the, the odd week. And I thought, he's actually really fucking good. I always thought at Benfica, he looked like his ceiling was mental. Yeah. He went to Bayern and it didn't happen for him, but he Too was a kid. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see us getting Renato Sanchez. He's the type of player who I'd really like. In terms of forwards, I don't know. Malin, I think Malin has looked very... I think Malin can be a brilliant player. He's versatile as well. But again, he's saying... He's saying He's similar to what we have. And it just goes to show, I'm a fucking idiot. Grace told us last week in a WhatsApp that we were, I'm not throwing him under the bus here because he said this out. Grace said to us last week in a WhatsApp, hey, lads, we're in Fiamman, um, Vlahovic. And my reflex reaction was, now he's a fucking stock and I wouldn't go near him. And then I put him on YouTube and I was horny for him after eight minutes <laughs> when the fella, the ball was sticking to him and he was l- like shite off a shovel. How yeah. mobile he was. He's flying Very around. Yeah. He, he's a bit of a demon. I was looking at him going, jeez, I like the look at him. He's a bit of Lewandowski about him. Yeah. So, if we brought someone in like him, I'd be very excited to see see what he could do. He's acts a similar profile, isn't he? Six yeah, foot two, six foot and three. I got, had, quick. I got to watch him, and he was very impressive. But he's he's playing for the Spanish club, and he has an eighty million release clause, and they yeah. don't mess about with them yeah. in Spain. You either pay or you don't. That's the mm. way they are. Keith, who do you see leaving? Who do you see coming in? Look, I think we've we all agree on the outgoings. Shawnee alluded to them there after Gray's I I don't see anything other than that. Uh coming in, it's a strange one. Like John McGinn's getting a lot of mention and he's driving people mad. I would be all over John McGinn in like the field. And one other. If we got John McGinn in Neuhaus, for example. I would be delighted with that into the midfield. I think that would box us off. I think McGinn is like the, the midfield Robertson 
or James Milner type of player. I think he's I think he's excellent. And people are going mad because of the money. Lee Morrissey just said not for 50 million. We won't pay 50 million for him, I don't think. You know, if we can structure a deal that suits us, we'll do it. But he is the type of player that would be uh, uh, the ideal player for us. He's got an engine. He'll run like fuck. He's a clock player. I'd be delighted with him. Grace, you might have mentioned the rumours of Quebec coming in on the cheap, you know, way less than the the 18 million we were quoted and there could be something to look at there. I wouldn't be surprised to see that, but I think Canada would be the, probably the only one in there. I don't see Matip going out the door. Um, ben Davis, I don't know what's happening with him. I think he stays. Reese Williams, whether he goes out alone, I think we just... It's the it's Canate plus the rest of the minus Phillips, I'd say at this stage now for the defense. Um I would look, yeah, as I said, I'd look to bring the two lads into midfield. I think Marlon's a great show up front because he is flexible. He can play on the wing and he can play centrally. He's a good option to have. I wouldn't be surprised if he'd done a bigger one than Marlon, but and went with Harvey Elliott for the English factor. I don't think we're going to you know, if it was me doing it, I'd buy Lataro Martinez, but it's not me. So aim lower. Do you know what I mean? Aim for somebody a bit less um pricey than than a ready made a ready made forward like that. So Marlon's a good show. Um but then we we look at Sean you mentioned Docky earlier. They're the players that Liverpool will look at. And the reason they'll cost a lot of money to buy, but their wages will be so low that you put them onto a deal that suits Liverpool. It gives them the hunger. People talk about Harry Kane, Harry Kane, Jaden Sancho. They're all going in way over their top earners as it is. Yeah, exactly. We don't do that. We people need to understand this. It's not that Liverpool can't afford Jaden Sancho. We can afford to go and drop 75 million on him tomorrow, not a bother. But we're not going to give him 350 grand a week. That man you know yeah, nobody would have nobody would have blamed those that though. No, exactly. And when teams are thrown at our players, that's why Liverpool don't go for these guys. So I think it's going to be somebody a lot less. I think it could be Marlon. Dak is on his way to Leicester, but it looks as so it's not going to be him. Yeah, I think two into midfield and one into the front, and I think I'd be happy with that. If we use that squad, then, uh, you know, the outgoings, you get rid of your Divox and you get rid of Shaq and you give Harvey Elliott some minutes, maybe. I think you've got players there, but I, I think two into the midfield. I don't know if it was Sean Yagriz touched on it earlier. A lot of you know what we're actually a bit thin in there if you think about the injuries and the the mileage on some of them. So that's what I do: two into the middle and one up front. Nice one. Um, what about you? Lots to think about there. Um, the centre back stuff. I've, I keep saying it depends on John Matip. I'm telling you now, Ben Davies is going to play games of full yeah. uh, like, He might do. Well. I'm telling you. I'm he might do, now. but I, I think I genuinely think it depends on John Matip. If John Matip stays at the club, he will. I think he'll go Canate, Matip, um, Gomez, Virgil Van Dijk, and I think he, he. I would keep. I would keep Phillips as fifth choice. That's what I would do. Or if you don't, if you want to sell Phillips and bring in Kabak because you're rating a bit higher, fine. But I think we need to go with five simply because of the injury records lads, of the you, two lads. Do you think we're being shy, Jocks? Though because. C- can it happen again? Yeah. No, I'm not saying it can happen again. Well, can but can it? Like, uh, like, are we... I'll tell you, you what, like... Shani. I'll tell you what, Shani. Forget it's Liverpool, right? Forget it's Liverpool. And I said to you, we support Spurs 
and Joe Gomez is coming back off nine, ten months out, and we're going to sign him, and we're just going to go in with four centre halves, and Joe Gomez is going to be a big centre half yeah. signing. You're going to turn around to me immediately and say, "What the fuck? We don't even know what's going to happen with him. We need. It's an insurance thing, and I don't think it's a long term thing. I think it's. I think it's basically." And I Being think someone a, said it the other night. Too much is, I think a lot is made out of these long, uh, too much is made out of these long term injuries these but, days. But the someone said it the other night. In terms of recovery and all that. Like, I understand that, Shani, but what I'm saying are, is the level we're at and the, 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 the margins that are so small, right? All it takes is Van Dyke to have a recurrence, not of an actual recurrence, but six, eight weeks out. And your fucking season can be finished in six to eight weeks. We've seen it. That's We've seen true. it in January. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, what I'm saying, and somebody, but I know that, but some, but somebody said, somebody said on one of the shows you know, and it was a great point. Hold on to Phillips, right? And give it till January. And if the two boys are flying and they're fine and they look like they're back and they're playing and everything's going fine, then move them. Then move them. Just keep, all I'm asking for is a little bit of insurance. I'm not asking for mega. I think something. that's Reese Williams. Oh, I think that's uh, Reese. Maybe so, but look, I think it, I still think it all depends on John Matip at the back, so we'll have to wait and see. Midfield, you need somebody in because Gino and Adam is gone. Don't give a shit what anyone says because you, you just do. All right, that sort of dependability and that body, you absolutely need. And then I'm happy. I'm happy, but I think if I could move one or Ox or Kate and bring someone else in, I would. And I still have Hossam Hour in my head. And he won't leave me head until he goes to somebody. But the fact that he's 25 million and no one's gone near him. That's stinking. That's like you've laid. Yeah, there's something not right there. There's someone putting a fish in your blade. But it could be that. But it could be also a case of Hossamauer and his representative saying, he's like getting it for fuck all here and we want mega money. And that's what's turning people off. So it could be one of those. Um, Up front, I'm a bit torn on it because... The, the whole idea of a nine is is um it, it intrigues me, but the idea of a winger that is a forward planning and looking looking years into the future is is um one that intrigues me as well. So, I the forward one's a killer. I still have Rafinha in my head. I think he has so much, so so much more to give, Rafinha. Um. So we'll have to wait and see, but this uh, he's not doing two forwards for me. He's doing one, and I'd like them to see, go as big as they could on a forward. This um, Danielle Malin is linked. People rate him. I haven't seen a lot of him, but what about him, Pepe? Seriously, uh, I'm yeah. not even being funny. Seriously, because I'm not. I'm I'm being genuine. Um, I can't see it. I think Mbappe is one that if they thought they could deal with. They do it. No. I think they think they can do it. That I genuinely do. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine if PSG are willing and we could get him to come, They'll pay we would money. we would pay for it. We would yeah. pay if if it was if it was possible to happen. We'd pay. We'd pay the money. I do believe that. I think he's the only one we would break the bank for. Yeah, but the thing is, I just for me. 
But you have to look at you'd have to look at the, the players in the squad that are on big contracts and is written in written into them contracts about being highest earners at the clubs. And is it in their contract that to be matched or yeah. you never know what's going on. Crasher or Crusher. They would be a bit smart with their wage structure for him. I think there'll be all sorts of leading wrangles uh, and Yeah, there could be. Crusher AU says, question for the guy speaking, you say a midfield replacement is a must, but why aren't you willing to give Cortis Jones a chance? I think that's directed at me. I'm more than willing to give Cortis Jones a chance. But what I'm saying is is if you look through our midfield the the players that we have, the the issues we've had around those players, Cortis Jones is Come on, I've said it. Me and Grizz, me and Grizz openly thought that he wouldn't make it at Liverpool two seasons ago. We've said that, and um, we've been proven wrong emphatically in my mind. And I'm delighted to be to be so. With Curtis Jones, he's still a young player. He's still a young player. He's still learning. He, he's, you know, I would hope that in the next twelve months to see him really pushing into the England to full England setup. But when you lose a genuine album, simply because of how much football he gives you, what he gives you while he's playing. And he's shone through in what happened last season. I think bringing somebody in, not an absolute replacement, you know, where it has to be a clone of genie, but somebody that comes in and you can say, you know what, you can rely on this fella. And he's good and he has potential. Neuhaus is the one that comes to mind because of his injury record or lack of injury. So that's why I am, I didn't mention Curtis Jones, but he's absolutely um, a first team squad member next season. There's no doubt about that. And Grizz. Romano's a waffler. <coughs> Adford. Gr- yeah. Fabrizio Romano is a waffler. And yeah. I have to know what build up us to him, fella. He's at the point himself on a pedestal where I think he's two million followers and yeah. people are paying through the nose to get him to come on and have a chat for 20 minutes, half an hour. And the yeah. fella, he's a waffler. He's an absolute waffler. Does not, how would it be even possible to have that it? much information? Yeah, man, yeah. Fabrizio, Fabrizio Romano. Oh, I don't follow him on, on social media. How would it here be possible to As soon that as he sees a bleeding contract about to be signed, here we go. Do you know what I mean? People jump on it. They don't jump on the fact that people are saying there, oh, he said Man 8 Liverpool won't happen. But if Man 8 Liverpool gets traction, he'll be the first one saying, here we go. And people will forget that he poo-pooed it. And, do you know what Mbappe. I mean? Mbappe. sorry. So don't people be, forget that he poo-pooed it. People say it's happening, Merchant. That's, that's Twitter language. Like That's like dead field... Dead ball. I don't understand all this. Stop it. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> dead ball, uh, ratioed. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? In the modes. Uh, the song, many of them. We got a few tonight, dead channel. Top reds, uh, tapping merchant. Like it's FIFA language. It's like when you score a goal in FIFA and you can press a button and a thing pops up. You must have that keyboard all hotkeyed. Mm. To be saying because it's all people say that like a lot, lot of people in the chat were saying, like, uh, I went against Fabrizio Romano in on Twitter. What I said and what he said, he said, um, there's absolutely no chance of uh Mbappe, and there's been absolutely no interest or no talks. And I gave one of those, you know, the funny emojis, like, okay, we'll see, because I know for a fact there has been talks. As I've always said, whether we get him, of course, it's unlikely, and we know. But I know for a fact that we've been in touch and we've been in talks. So that's what I was referring to, not the fact that he's coming. You know, he said there's absolutely no talks, no chance. Forget about it. And I said, okay. So that's why people are saying, oh, my God, you went against him. And of course I did because I have my reasons. And I charge okay. far less as well. Can, can we get that out there? Can we? 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 Can we?
So I'm oh, just yeah, saying, yeah. you know, I charge a quarter of the price. It's like Father <laughs> Ted is that gobshite on the television again. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get out of here. An hour and a half is enough. Um, Grace, anything else before we go? No, pal. Good stuff. Shani, anything else before we go? No, all good. No? Good. Keith, anything else before we go? No, all good. All right, good stuff. Well, um, coming up this week on the LFC Day Trippers, you have had the Fatback for tonight. You have the Forum tomorrow night. You have a Euros watch on Tuesday night. You have a midweek fi- fix on Wednesday night. You have a carnage transfer. I don't know what he's calling it anymore. He just keeps making up new names for it. But it's a carnage transfer agenda, um, something, something, something show on Thursday. And Chris will be back on Friday with a run to a European Cup final, I think. Hopefully it's one we win. Um, that is the week ahead for the LFC Day Trippers. If anything happens, if anything happens, transfer-wise, um, during that week, uh, we will jump on and try yeah, fill in that spot as well. Um, oh, road to stop. Kiev on Friday. So it's one we lose. Great, Chris. Um, won't we lose? Chris, um, yeah, so in, in fairness, though, in fairness, though, um, the road to Kiev is a cracker. I know we lose the yeah. final, and it's not. Kiev but, itself was poxy, but the yeah, road but the road was, to Kiev was fucking unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's just when you got to Kiev, it was a fucking dumpster fire. That was <laughs> yeah. the only problem. Yeah, that was it. That was it. And then poor Loris went off on holidays and to be fair, the for Chris, videos. some of my greatest memories of Liverpool are the ones where we didn't win anything. The yeah. journey is always better than the destination. Yeah, uh, yeah but, the, but the run to the run to Kiev was was deadly. It was deadly in fairness. Um, yeah, that's about it. Make sure you check out um, our website, um, lfcdt.com. Hit the Sienna uh, link on there. Make sure you check out her, her GoFundMe and also her merchandise range. Of course, all profits from any sale with anything with Sienna on it go straight to her as well. We're looking at one or two more things to help her push her on and get her towards this target to send her to America to get life-changing um, treatment and we'll just keep going until we get there. So we're, we're looking at a few things and hopefully when we, we bring these to you, you will be able to help us. I do know that one of them will ask people to commit one euro, one euro. That's all we're going to be asking for. So we're trying to work that out. But when we do, we'll absolutely get to it. Um, hit the like button on your way out. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Enjoy. There's not nothing left. There's nothing left here Sunday night, but whatever you're doing in it, um, enjoy it. And that's been it. That's been the Fatback 4. Talk to you in a bit. Podcast Network.